Welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week we're talking about... New Exiles. Issues 11 through 12, as well as the annual. Yep. Our good, good buddy Chris is back and telling some more stories about those exiles. It's... Better this time. Certainly... Yeah, slightly. There's just so Our many weird. Half of what we did was better. Well, did you like the annual or the issues I like better? The issues better. The annual I thought was kind of stupid. Yeah, the annual is just wrapping up something in a really unsatisfying way. Very. I would have been fine if we just didn't wrap it up. Mm hmm. Yeah, I did not remember that uh, issue at all. But uh, yeah, uh, let's go over our current Exiles team. Are you ready? Let's do it. First off is Sabretooth from the Age of Apocalypse, who is everybody's favorite gruff dad father figure. Except now he's getting horny, I guess. Papa horny, Michael. Uh, and then we have Cat from a unknown universe. This is a alternate universe version of Kitty Pride, who we don't know much about. We'll find out more about her this issue. Uh, she mostly stays on the computer and is angsty. Mm-hmm. Then there is Psylocke from Earth Six One Six, which is the main Marvel universe. She's been dealing with Slaymaster from another universe who just really wants to cut out her eyes and who's been killing other versions of her. Because he has a problem. And that problem is he needs more cowbell. After that is Sage from Earth 616, who is Pass. the worst. Yep. There's also more. We can get Jordan White on this podcast because apparently Sage is like his favorite. <laughs> he said this is because this was also the first book he ever edited, or one of the first books he's edited. Uh, we also have Morph, who's the good, good transforming boy, who is also secretly Proteus, but he got, well, not really secretly, he's just unaware that he is also actually Proteus, who's been mind-wiped into thinking that he is Morph. And then we have Rogue, who is different, but we really don't know anything about her. We don't find out about her until the next arc. So right now, we don't care about her. She wears a red dress all the time. Or, well, no, she also wears the Chinese-style white dress. Yes. In the annual. Uh, there's also Mystic, who is uh, Raphael Raven, who is an alternate gender-swapped version of Mystique. And then last but not least is Gambit. But he's not the Gambit you're thinking of. He's the son of Namor and Sue Storm from another universe. Because, sure. <sighs> yeah. The issues were written by Chris Claremont with art by Paco diaz and with inks by Norberto Fernandez, colors by Will Quintana, and letters by Simon Boland. And we start off with a Sabretooth who I thought this was... Exile Sabretooth at first. Me too. Just dressing fancy. 
like there is a major problem because they drop us in with this scene and they don't do enough establishing work. And he has showed up too late to stop the evil Hydra version of Wolverine from killing his kids. And also Wolverine has a new friend who is boy Bob Banner, who is a version of the Hulk who was also a rock musician. I'm into it. It doesn't matter. He he gets killed immediately. I know. I was still disappointed by that. And then Wolverine ends up blinding Sabretooth, and that is when Psylocke from this world shows up, as does the evil Hydra-aligned version of Slaymaster, the asshole who keeps killing Psylocke. She calls out her family, who has already been killed, and then Wolverine kills Sabretooth, and then Wolverine also kills Steel's Psylocke, which pisses off Slaymaster because he wants to be the only person who gets to kill Psylocke. Boo-hoo-hoo. You gotta have your brand. I guess. But no one else knows about the brand. It's not doing enough marketing, Luke. Mm, I guess. I guess. I'm, I'm quickly looking up Boy Bob Banner because I didn't look it up before, and it's bringing up Billy Bob Banner, who was from... House of M, but not a, uh, not our boy. No boy, Bob. No, I, I'm looking at what the Wikia has him listed as. Boy, Bob Banner, unknown Earth. He dresses like that one drummer from that one band. Oh, and also there's some stuff about how uh, Psylocke and. Uh, Sabretooth were supposed to be secret agents in this world, which once again is not well established. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. Like, typically Claremont is better than this when he's establishing people who are just going to get killed, but here he doesn't really do that at well. Do that well at all. So Hydra Sue Storm shows up. She is Empress Hydra, and she's like, "Hey." Slaymaster, don't be a dick. And Slaymaster's like, my swords must taste blood and I will get my revenge. And they're like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. And a little while later, Exile Sabretooth shows up to like see all these people who got killed. And then he returns to the Panopticon and tries to find Cat, who is busy with her own stuff exploring the Panopticon. And we see that Sabretooth has just been watching all of these different versions of Psylocke getting killed. Or getting hunted, at least. And which was here was a weird part because it she's like, oh, I wasn't meant to find this. But then we have uh, Sabretooth like having like a pre-recorded speech explaining everything. So it's like, well, actually, it seems like you were supposed to find this. Which yeah, one is it? I have no idea. Like Claremont just gets ideas and then he drops them and never returns. And some of them are good, but it's just like he wastes a lot of them. Remember Wolfpack, the guy who shoots out energy wolves from his body? Oh, yeah. Wolfpack, Devin, Wolfpack. But yeah, Cat had been exploring the Panopticon, trying to figure out how it works. And when she returns, she sees Sabretooth had like gone to the computer and apparently reverse hacked it. So she has to hack her way back in 
because apparently Sabretooth is a really good hacker, which makes no fucking sense. Like he doesn't and, even, yeah, like, I mean, he, Age of Apocalypse didn't have fucking technology. Mm-hmm. And that's when she sees Psylocke and Sabretooth getting killed from that past universe, and she finds out that the evil Exiles team is around with Empress Hydra, Wolverine, Slave Master, and Venger. It's your boy, Devin, Venger. You remember Venger? He didn't want that team to fuck that dragon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so Cat finds out about some other Psylocke's who were also killed and how Slaymaster just really wants to kill 616 Psylocke because she's the one that got away. And then we also cut to Sabretooth, who is training with Psylocke. And he's also making himself look like Slaymaster to, I guess, mess with her? Uh... It's weird. Like, I get it, but it's just a very messy way of dealing with things. I agree, because, like, why didn't you just do, like, a danger room, like, solid mm-hmm. light thing? Because fun we fact, then co- Playmaster and Sabretooth do not fight the same. Mm-hmm. So we then cut to Earth 4321, which is the Earth from Marvel The End, which we need to cover sometime. And Hydro Wolverine is hanging around, and Sabretooth blindsides him. But Slaymaster shows up, so Sabretooth pushes Wolverine off of the floating city that they are on, and they hit the ground. And Sabretooth ended up getting more injured than they expected. Wolverine calls in his team, and when he goes to kill Sabretooth, something pulls Sabretooth underground. And he ends up traveling through the earth, getting breaths when he can. And we see that it was Cat who pulled him through the earth because her powers are ridiculously overpowered. Hell yeah. So Cat convinces him to go home because he's really, really hurt. But something is blocking the talus, which turns out to be Sue Storm, because sure. And the evil team hunts him down. Because they're able to like track that Talus energy. So Cat runs off with Sabretooth and they get into a plane. Cat hacks together a machine that will fly the plane without them. And then she phases him out of the plane because she's pretty sure that the evil Exiles team is going to follow the plane. And since none of them can fly, it'll take them a while. Because Cat also figured out that Sue is tracking the Talos energy, when which only shows up when they're not phased. Like, there's a lot of stuff that she is assuming and doing all of a sudden, which does not have any solid basis. Agreed. And, like, Wolverine's stupid enough to follow the plane, but Sue Storm wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So Cat figures it takes them a while... So Cat figures it'll take them a while to catch the plane... And she can apparently communicate with machines somehow if she made them. It, it, sure. And Sabretooth is trying to figure out what is up with her because she's actually doing stuff instead of just being like, oh no, the universe is ending. And that's when we see Kat's backstory, which she doesn't share about how Emma Frost had recruited her to the Hellfire Club Strike Force before Xavier and sage we're able to reach her and 
like even though she was part of the Hellfire Club and was doing bad stuff, she never really felt like she fit in. It should also have been noted that Cyclops was a member of the Hellfire Club because they didn't really address that. Yeah, it, I think it's just background stuff in there. I mean, I agree, but it's just like, oh, that seems a little bit important. But we're just going to gloss over it. It's fine. So I guess she briefly took a sleep or whatever because Wolverine has shown up and he attacks Sabretooth. So Cat pushes him off the cliff they were on. And that's when Wolverine reveals that he has anti-phasing vibranium claws. And like Cat really doesn't give a shit. She breaks off his claws by making the claws themselves intangible, which means that they just disconnect. And she kills the fuck out of Wolverine. Hell yeah, she does. And somewhere along the way, she also stopped the inhibitor that was keeping them from leaving the Earth. And they return home. Which, sure. And then Kat thinks about how Emma Frost had been controlled by the Shadow King, which is why she initially ran away. And now that she's on the Exiles and she has people who she can trust, she is willing to ask for help. And she tells someone that the universe is ending, but we don't know who. It's us, the reader. We have to stop the universe from ending. uh, And you know how we do that? By buying more issues. No, by not buying more issues. If we read more issues, then the universe will end. But if we don't read them, it will just be in a constant state of it's being destroyed, but it's not being destroyed more. Oh, you're right. Thanks, Grant Morrison. The power is yours. And that also brings us to the new Exiles Annual, which technically takes place an issue further in, but there's no real good place that it breaks in. Because there, there's just a bunch of really weird stuff towards the end of the run, because I think Claremont was like, oh, the book is getting canceled. Well, time to wrap up all this stuff that I've been building. Because, whoops. Mm-hmm. Oops, no issues. So the new Exiles Annual is written again by our buddy Chris Claremont with art by Tom Grummet with inks by Vincente Sifuentes. Colors by Will Quintana with Ed Dukeshire on the letters. And so basically there are these aliens called the Makers who make things. And there is an evil one who is called the Mad Maker who transforms some people who are just normal villains on Earth into even more supervillains. So there's the Gold Goblin, Blood Skull, Black Baron Dormammu, Doom, who is now a lizard man, and Magenta or Magneta. Magneta. Remember, kids, if ever you need to make a female character, just switch an O to an A and you got it. Doam. It's Dr. Doam and Darmamu and Blood Skull and Black Baran and God Gablin. There we go. So Doom attacks New York with a massive tidal wave. Magneta tears down the superheroes base, even though we never really see any of the superheroes from the universe. Blood Skull just kills people. Black Baron turns people into demons and Golden Goblin only kills some people because he wants people to worship him or whatever. Yeah. It, yeah. Things are awful. And we see two mysterious people who are on the run as they are being chased by demons. Luckily, one of them turns out to be Valeria Richards 
from that Exiles arc a while ago where the world was ending and it was a world that Hydra Sue Storm was from. And so she has Reed Richards style stretchy powers, but she can only hold them off for so long. And that is when the Exiles show up, but not the ones that she knows, except for more from Psylocke, because also with them are Mystic, Gambit, and Rogue. They got lost on their way to their mission, and they're unable to reach out for help. And that's when they notice Valeria, who they remember. But fun fact, I forgot the Valeria was in that issues. Yep. It's very easy to forget. So she had ended up back in her home universe, making a dimensional link to move between worlds and ran from home. The exiles decided to try and help her and her friend Rosetta Stone. But Rosetta Stone, who is also a alternate version of Valeria Richards, dies because they weren't able to save her enough. So the Exiles go and attack the villains with Mystic and Gambit, attacking the aquatic lizard Doom with sharks. Psylocke and Valeria fight Magneta, Morph fights Blood Skull, Rogue attacks Black Baron, and that intercedes with the fight that Mystic had moved on to with the Golden Goblin. And that allows Psylocke to knock out Magneta. And the Mad Maker is like, oh, you beat all of my dudes. Well, I guess we're going to steal you away and make you into villains. And that is how Proteus, a.k.a. Mutant X, a.k.a. the evil body hopper, reawakens and morph. And the Mad Maker also turns Valeria into a villain. And the team is caught up trying to fight them off until Morph is able to be like, hey, these are our friends. We care about them. Hey, I know you're unhappy, but if you have friends, you can be happy. Also, you should kill yourself and let Morph become the primary identity that you have. And Proteus is like, uh, sure. And Morph proceeds to beat up the Mad Maker. And then Proteus is like, oh, well, I'm going to go back to my home planet, but you're still going to have some of my memories. Yeah, and yeah, and so with the Mad Maker destroyed, Valeria wants to go with the Exiles, but they tell her to go home for now, and then they head off onto their mission with a slightly new morph. It is so, so disappointing. It's like, oh, J.K. He's not Proteus anymore. <sighs> yeah, it's like, oh, you know that thing that we spent like two whole volume or two whole trades worth of like fighting this villain. And it was supposed to be this like incredibly tentative thing because Proteus was a unrelenting killer who didn't really care about anybody and who just wanted to continue to survive. Well, now he's just going to be happy to have friends. Yay. Remember how he killed the leader of the team? We know him well. He's finally back to kick some tail. Mimic is dead. And we are really happy because that guy named Mimic was crappy. It's true. It's not like I'm really heartbroken or anything. It's okay. You can you can let out your tears with me, Devin. Mimic. Calvin. You were raking high. On the list of my favorite people. Number one, in fact. 
Oof. That felt dirty saying that. Yeah. We've got like six universes to put on to Trials of the Multiverse. Are you ready, Devin? Let's do it. So our current list, uh, and this includes the universe that we'll be ranking next week on it, is up to 516 universes going from what if J. Jonah Jameson adopted Spider-Man all the way down to the Spidey Baby universe. So up first, we have the universe with secret agents, Sabretooth and Psylocke. Where they are not very good secret agents because they both get killed very easily. Four trues. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to... Um, hmm. Spider-Demon. Spider-Demon is better. A lot better or only a little uh, better? Decently better. Okay, okay. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to... What if Cyclops' energy beams came out of his ears? Uh, this is better than that. The Scriddler. Better than that. Racket Raccoon. Better than that. Wolverine and Conan get a drink together. Not as good. So our new number uh, 355 is Earth 80911, Secret Agents, Sabretooth, and Psylocke. Do you think that they had like a whole Mr. and Mrs. Smith thing that went on? No. No. Could seem like they were both cool for what each other was doing. No, like not not at the point that we met them in the story, but like where they came from eventually. I never saw it. I'm just basing my knowledge off the commercials, Luke. Oh. I thought it was decent. Uh, up next, we have TRN038, which is Boy Bob Banner's universe. I like the idea of Boy Bob Banner. Uh, how do you feel about him compared to Hulk Vereen? He's better than Hulk Vereen. Uh, Ryan Reynolds movie Not Deadpool. Not as good. Uh, so then we have Gene survived on the moon. Not as good. Okay. So our new number 101 is Earth TRN 038, Boy Bob Banner's Home Universe. Uh, we then have a few of the Psylocks that killed, including Blackhawk-style Psylocke. Blackhawk being a reference to the DC character, not like Blackhawk Down. That's good. She had a jaunty cat. Blackhawk Down. Took them how many hours just to move to city blocks to get their helicopter? Uh, how do you feel about that compared to the fake Exiles universe? I thought she looked cool. I like it better. Marvel Universe Live? Not as good. Our new number 150 is Blackhawk Psylocke. We then have the Conan-style Psylocke from another unnamed universe. I also thought she looked cool. I, I actually like the three that they gave us. Oh, wait, wait, wait. They were, they were, much, they were much better than the... Uh... I am secret agent. I was wrong here. These do have universes and numbers. <gasps> I know. Sorry. I'm sorry, Devin. I'm sorry. 
You heard it here first, guys. Luke was wrong. Mm hmm. Can you ever. Can you forgive me? No. Oh, okay. Oh, I tried. So, quickly updating the numbers. So, uh, I guess this would be something that they would go. So, the universe where Slaymaster killed uh, Blackhawk Betsy, as we called her, is... Oh, no, I've got this page. Okay, there it goes. Uh, is Earth 89145. And then we have the Conan-style one, which they call Barbarian Betsy. How do you feel about that? I liked her. More or less than Blackhawk Psylocke? Not as good as Blackhawk Psylocke. Uh, how about it compared to uh, Wolverine and Conan trade places? Better than that. Uh, Chronopolis representing the good parts of Avengers Forever? Mm, better than that. Bendis' House of M? Not as good. So our new number 160 is Earth 51489, Conan Psylocke. We then have Earth 72911, which is the Jack the Ripper Psylocke. How do you feel about this one? I like Jack the Ripper Psylocke. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to Gotham by Gaslight? Uh, not as good as Gotham by Gaslight. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to Marvel Apes? Uh, better than Marvel Apes. Uh, Luke Secret War shipping chart. But better than that. So our new number 235 is Earth 72911, Jack the Ripper and Psylocke. And then we have Earth 812145, which is the uh, up, 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 Mad Maker universe. How do you feel about Mad Maker universe? I thought it was not very good. Yeah, it was OK. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to? I mean, what's it called? And the Mad Maker is just a fucking, like, Super Scroll, basically. I guess. Like, in terms of his appearance? Mm -hmm. He looks more... Which I thought that was going to be a thing, and then it wasn't. No. Well, Makers are their own race in Marvel continuity. Oh. I thought he looked like Finster from Power Rangers. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to the Legacy Vylocks? Uh, not as good. Uh, the Runaway Avengers. Mm, better. Okay, so our new number 268 is Earth 812145, the Mad Maker Universe. So that brings our total up to 522 universes, Devin. 522! Snap. Uh, we did not get any questions in for this one. I was a bit late on getting question calls out. But next week, well, we've already recorded that one. And there's also the other episode that you probably listened to before this one with uh, Jay and Miles from Explain the X-Men, where we covered What If Infinity X-Men. Uh, but I guess in two weeks we're going to be covering What If Infinity Dark Rain. Devin will be back on for that one. 
Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then after that is our... Norman Osborn has the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And then after that will be our post-free comic book day special. And we're also going to be covering a recent arc of Captain Marvel. So, Devin, where can people find you online? You can find me online at Fred Fett, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at on Twitter at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, or at Luke dot com. Uh, I also have the new spinoff podcast, John Wiki, which you can find at johnwiki.com. We're going to work on getting the second numbered episode up relatively soon. It'll probably be up next week or sometime like that. Um, yeah, Multiversal Q is a weekly podcast. Sometimes we do more than one episode a week. If you enjoy the podcast, please like, rate, and review us on iTunes. If you are in the Columbus area, we are going to be doing a live show. I will be doing a live show on Friday, May 11th as part of Columbus Podfest. I'm going to be wrapping up the show that night so you can watch me die on stage like I'm Ziggy Stardust. R.I.P. Luke. Mm -hmm. You'll then have to take over the editing and all the other aspects of the podcast stuff. No, it'll just go up as is. Ums and pauses. Yawns. Yawns. There won't be trains, so I won't have to deal with that. Oh, that that sounds nice. But then you also have to organize the guests. Yeah. Yeah. The guests will be the dog. Ooh. Uh, Yeah. We are Patreon-sponsored for as little as a dollar a month. You get early episodes of the other podcasts that we do. Exiled, which is our alternate universe role-playing game, which we're still going through our fighting tournament arc. And, yeah, just please visit the website. Please like, rate, and review us on all the systems if you do that. Let us know. You can send us an email at multiverseoq at gmail.com. Or you can just send us a link or line on our Twitter, which is at multiverseoq. Make sure to visit the website and check out the image gallery and see all the other stuff that we do. Uh, Devin, do you have anything else to say before we sign off? No. Think I'm good? Nice. Well, until next week, this one's for Hank. <laughs>